0: Oh, she. welcome Hi, it's to the podcast, podcast, my friend.
1: Cheers for having me on, mate. Cheers for having me on. I've been yeah. keeping an eye on it and all that, and uh, it's nice to be invited on, mate.
0: Ah, of course, mate. Of course. Fucking living the dream. What sort oh, of fucking right, time yeah. do you call this?
1: Mate, I know it's, it's a <laughs> time, isn't it? I'm having a barbecue this afternoon, so this worked well for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's good, mate. That's good. Love all that. So, night out in the field today, then? Nah, no,
1: I'm, I'm back out on Monday, mate. I'm back Monday. out on Monday. It's my first day off today and I try and uh, keep my weekends back for the missus. So I'm on. Uh, I'm out well, on Monday. You
0: absolute gent, mate.
1: Well, I've, I work like four days on, four days off, mate. So my shift pattern changes every week. Oh, yeah. So I don't always get my weekends off. So it's like
0: quite rare that I get full weekends. But yeah, So is the, bu-
1: man, it's the dream.
0: It is, mate. So is the bushcraft stuff your job now or is that just a... it's just
1: a passion mate like it's a bit of um it's a bit of a release for me man like it's more like happy place if you will yeah
0: yeah well for those that don't know you obviously you do the bushcraft stuff which we'll get into but obviously former rf regiment sniper ali bastard ali (laughs) we'll we'll get some shit for that don't give a fuck anymore um
1: Uh, yeah mate don't care
0: yeah, so we, we were on 15 together, and I, I remember you always having a, a, a passion to try and become a sniper because when we first met, obviously, you don't you have to do the course and whatnot. That runs yeah. in your family, though, doesn't it? The sniping when you're old yeah.
1: man, a sniper. Yeah. yeah. He used to be, um, he used to be the, the sergeant up at the sniper school. Not he was gone by the time I got there, but um, I used to remember as a kid him coming home with like. The uh, observation sheets that all the students yeah, yeah. have been doing. He'd, he'd be marking them at the dining room table, mate, and I'd see like the drawings, and I was I used to think that was really cool. And yeah. uh, obviously, everyone sort of—well, not everyone, but look, most people look up
0: to their dad's mate. Do you know what I mean? So I was a bit like, "That's what I want to do." It's—it's it's like an unwritten rule innit. it. You have to—you have to look up to the old man.
1: Yeah, but- which didn't, it didn't help in basics though, man. Like they used to come into the. Coming to your room, mate. Straight for me. Straight to my locker. Shit-tied and knots. Whether it, was
0: good,
1: <laughs> whether it was good or not, because I think everyone was like, oh, "You might get an easy time." If anything, I was like,
0: picked yeah. on more. Do you know what I mean, it's it's mad that people think that. that I
1: know. I know. It's you, crazy.
0: You, it's like it's not like any other job. Like in the military, you're going to probably get singled out more if your mm. old man was serving, because obviously you got the the brown fire team. I don't think <laughs> they. I don't think they got any special treatment. <laughs> No. But <laughs> well, yeah, come I, 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 for me as well. Like, you know, I came from a, a military background with my old man. Um Yeah. He 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 was he really wanted me to become a PTI and I fuck I fucked the aptitude test up, mate. I was dog shit. Yeah. And uh when I told him I was uh, going to join the regiment, he was like, "Any chance you getting a trade boy?" And I was like, "Nah, I think I, I think I'll try I think I'll try the infantry." He was like, like hands up in the air, but as soon but as <laughs> His face during um my pass out, I, I remember seeing him and I it, he was just fucking beaming like
1: Yeah, oh I bet Dad proud. Yeah,
0: he it was it's always good, mate.
1: What was your dad what did your dad do?
0: My dad was a uh, PJI, uh was jump instructor, it? yeah. So yeah. he yeah, <laughs> he, he was always like, Are you gonna retrade? Are you gonna retrade? I was like, I might, but every time I was like thinking about it. We'd go off and, and go on tour or start pre-deployment, and I was like, I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. But yeah, but one of the, I've I've always wanted a parachute. Like seeing my old like like similar to you. Like uh, obviously your dad coming home with all the the sniping stuff. My old man would have his jump logs out and and things like that. We'd go off. He, he would take um civvy um parachute. Uh, jumping in gloucester and he would take me and my yeah. brother along we'd watch his his demos and i was like, oh fuck, i fucking really want to jump i really want to jump never got the opportunity and when Is i finally it... when i finally got put on a um just a, a jumps carder thing um yeah. just a bit of at i was like oh fucking finally yeah. then my oldest was born and i had to go and fucking deal with that It was <laughs> like no. it's Depends
1: awesome. on the screen, mate. i think you You've got a goal there still that you need to tick off, mate.
0: Yeah, I know. I definitely need to. And my missus is always like, "Well, why don't you do a tandem?" It's like I don't want to do a tandem. I I don't want to be attached to somebody else doing all the work. I you want should, to do
1: it. Uh, You should get back in touch with Joe Becker because he's done his full license and all that.
0: He's a legendy. He. Yeah, big, I see he's big been big on him as well, has he? he? has, mate. He yeah. uh, he was on the Remembrance Day uh, special. You might want to call it. Yeah, that was anyone. Done,
1: though, Joe, Joe and I were a sniper pair together. We were done the, our Afghan tours together and that.
0: Yeah, how many how many tours did you end up doing?
1: I did Herrick seventeen and Herrick twenty.
0: So you did the the closing down one, is that right? Yeah, I was yeah.
1: too um I was too young for Kandahar because I got on squadron. Yes, and you did. In two months, you boys all left, and uh, I was basically stuck behind. And I remember. One of the bosses just
0: being like, Oh, we'll get you out there,
1: we'll get you out there. And then the <laughs> got, yeah, it got cut got short, cut yeah. Four months or something, so I kind of missed out on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the Kandahar tour was all right, it was it was good. Um, but yeah, it got cut short because we were handing over to the to the Yanks. Um Yeah. But yeah, obviously when uh, when Joe was on, he was talking about um a few of the different um contacts and what had you uh, when you were out in in Bastion and
1: uh that was a good period well it was good and bad period of time because we got we were just attached to the US Marines at their little patrol base Boldark for like a good six weeks or so and that was mega man that was like just going out with them every day and overwatching them and stuff like that so it was good to see like how them boys do it as well you know what i mean yeah
0: it, i tell you what it is strange working with the with the marines because obviously that's one of their they're elite sort of forces, yeah. the US Marines, and they're just a different, a different fucking specimen of human. <laughs> 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 they're, they're fucking not normal, mate. Hello, hello. but there's some nice
1: blokes there, man. Like, <clears throat> one of them would be going back to like Bastion, and I'd say, Oh, mate, just grab me like a can of monster or something like that'd be awesome. And he would come back, mate, with like a crate of monster, a crate of this, like have this, have that. And I'd be like, Oh, dude, just like a tin of monsters, fine. And he's like, No, nah, no, nah, man, take the
0: luck, take the luck. <laughs> yeah, they I'm are, doing. they are generous, like, they are, they're yeah, fucking really bonkers, cool. but they're generous. And I always remember, because obviously, I was, um, in the sea jock, which everyone tries to give me shit for, which is funny. Um, and they loved our mess food. Yeah. They love yeah. to go to our, so if I was going to our mess to pick up some fucking dinners and whatnot for, for everybody else, they were like, Tomo, can you grab me some fucking or whatever, <laughs> yeah. cottage, some cottage <laughs> pie? It's like, what? But, but we always like theirs. Their yeah. fucking mess was better. Like, yeah, fucking. yeah. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Like,
1: all the country's just, like, everyone yeah. else is... As you to so, so used to what, like, we've got.
0: And, yeah, um, definitely.
1: But, like, down at Baldak, they had this um, refrigerated, like, shipping container, like a reefer. And uh, they had, like, on every Wednesday, without fail, they had this, like, 20-vehicle convoy come down to Baldak with, like, milkshakes, Dr. Peppers. <laughs> 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 the they don't fuck about that. And uh, we had like a barbecue once a week down there, man. And it was always like, you could just look around and go, I could be anywhere in the world right now, you know, with your, yeah. with your lobster claws and your steak, man, a full surf and turf and all that.
0: Brilliant, innit? it? Yeah. But yeah, well, that was... But it's mad, isn't it? Because you have those moments. And I remember in Kandahar, we'd have similar sort of moments where you'd have opportunities to have like a, a barbecue yeah. where someone's done cooking something on a, on an open fire and, and what have you. Yeah, and you're cooking away, and you're eating away, and you're like, I'm in a fucking war zone.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because literally, I think there was one day. Where there was a barbecue, and then like the next minute, we're all like running and jumping onto the Hesco bastion. We had some like chatter base that the Taliban were watching us. So we're going to be putting an attack on this base. And I know there's a lot of that goes on anyway, but like your mood just switches, man. Yeah. One minute you think, oh, I could be anywhere. I'm enjoying the sun with my food. Next minute, just
0: body armor on on the yeah. wall. And I remember saying to um, uh, a previous guest, Al, and he was like, "What? What was it like in in Iraq and Afghanistan when I when I went?" And I was like, "Even though the amount of stress that we were we were under, I've never been so at peace as well."
1: Yeah, like, I I spoke a lot about this with Keaters, you know, Michael Keatley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and it's one of them, isn't it? Like when you're there, you want to be home, and then. There's a strange thing between lads when you get home. Like life was almost simple there, as long as your kit yeah. was packed and you hydrated. Kit was packed, you're... yeah,
0: hydrated, ready to go. Yeah.
1: It... What else have you got to think about? Like your
0: rifle's clean, all that sort of and stuff. It, and it's amazing how you know, look, a good word there that how how much simpler life is when that's literally all you need to worry about: your kit, your rifle, yeah. hydrate. You don't have to be checking your fucking phone every two minutes. You're not worried yeah. about your missus phoning you up, giving you shit. No. There's no, even, even the fact there's no TV, you literally either got your i i, uh, I fucking, what is it? <laughs> fucking iTunes, whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. Or your Walkman. Walkman, fucking old boy.
1: Get your dissmen out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your dissmen out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even, even under the fact that sometimes you didn't even have a telly. Like,
1: yeah, that's quite nice as well, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah, nice.
0: it's just chilled, mate. It's a lot different to him. Yeah, we were saying, because
1: me and has always used to try and get on, like, the graveyard stag when we're out on the oh, ground. That's the, the best, mate. Like, watch the sun come up and, you know, yeah. simple things like that, man. You'd like, you wouldn't even appreciate stuff like that a lot of the time here. But, you know, that, that simple way of life, it is like, you almost want to be back there sometimes.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that comes down to a lot of the things. I don't know how you felt when you left. But it's those little things that you sort of hold on to, and the reason yeah. why you enjoyed the job so much. Yes, oh, yeah. the, the camaraderie and things like that. But it's like, oh, I remember being on stag, looking up, and I could see literally every star, and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I'd love to be back out there. It's like loads of people have asked me before. They might have asked you, like, would you go back? It's like, yeah, I think I would.
1: Yeah, no, I said the same, mate. I said the same. To be fair, like, I'm don't, I'm definitely glad I've done it. Obviously, I'm out now, like yourself, but. Yeah, there will always be fond memories as well. as bad, you
0: know. Oh, yeah. And, and like we spoke with uh, when Joe was on that, uh, you you um, you had a, a couple of bad experiences out there. One of them being with uh, 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 one of the gunners that got hit by a was it a ricochet? Um, don't know if it was a ricochet or if it was a fucking dead shot or not. I think I think Joe said yeah. it was a ricochet. Yeah,
1: he was told it was a ricochet because it was broken up into too many pieces. Yeah. Um, but like yeah that, that obviously wasn't a good time um with all that we were basically there was I think there was like a Danish there was like a Danish patrol out and within that area uh, I think one of the two squadron lads was hit down there so that's why they put us down there to try and find this sharpshooter or sniper yeah, yeah. or whatever they're calling him. um so yeah and we were down there quite a lot and then obviously like you're in the same area a lot, getting
0: contacted a lot like the inevitable was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And and you hit, hit the nail on the head there as well. And you sort of think about little things within the chain of command. It's like, how many times are we going to go down there? How many times are we going to do the same thing? Yeah. We've, always t- we've always told, even now when I do, um, when I talk to my officers at, at work, I try and tell them to stop setting patterns. Yeah. You set patterns and people are going to know exactly what you're doing at what time. And yeah. we were always it, the, us junior ranks, and and those of us with no rank, we yeah. <laughs> we fucking knew that you you know yeah, not to, and you say we've been here before,
1: yeah, and then then seven there's times the, in a row. <laughs> also the with this is why you get like sergeants and stuff that really not fans of officers because they come out of train and jump straight on their first tour, and yeah. like. Don't really think about this stuff, man. And like you say, there's loads of junior ranks that have done tours before and they know how the game works and stuff like that. And but you've just got to go along with what you're told.
0: That that that's the shit thing is the going along with what you've been told. And I think fifteen missed a step at uh, during the Kandahar sort of and then the the Bastion tour, the fact that they had a lot of young youngish to oldish sort of sergeants that yeah. hadn't done a tour in fucking god knows how long and like some i think a couple of them hadn't done a tour since like Ireland.
1: <laughs> and they're trying to get that box ticked yeah tom. they're
0: getting that box tick so they can get promoted and it's like hang on a minute you're not listening to what we're we're saying yeah. we've literally just been there
1: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do for work now then tom i see you're saying you mentioned about your officers at work
0: yeah i'm i'm <laughs> Someone's put me in charge. Um I'm a I'm a site security manager. So yeah. there's, a, there's an area down here. I won't name the area because obviously I don't want to get shit through work. Yeah. And uh I basically run the security team. I started off as a as a normal bod, worked my way up yeah. as you do. But I've always um I, I struggled when I fucking left to to settle. Um yeah. I couldn't find a job that I uh I really enjoyed until I did my surveillance work when I did surveillance that was I be- that was fucking epic yeah. I'm actually I'm actually shocked that there aren't more snipers that come out of the military to do surveillance yeah
1: that- no, that's your talking point I did think about doing it before I left um but it was a bit more of a scaled down version of that I was looking at jobs within like the council that basically go and stake out people like claiming benefits
0: yeah yeah um I did a similar sort of thing um so i worked for i worked for a company called the cotswold group and they yeah. uh, they basically are employed by insurance companies to go in spy on uh benefit cheats
1: yeah
0: or insurance fraud should i say benefit cheats um some of them some of them fucking i, I mentioned a few in, in the in my book um some of them were fucking brilliant to 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 watch others yeah. as you as you would know being a sniper you just sat there for eight hours or whatever doing <laughs> fuck all but but the whole the whole thing behind it you know pimping out your fucking van so that it's all blacked out so nobody can see you yeah and the fact that you're walking through public with a with a normal it's just a normal fucking video camera yeah calling these people and they have literally no clue it's it's yeah. amazing
1: I better get a little buzz from that though, because that's the sort of I used to like. Used to sort of get me off a bit, man. Watching the same building, like, so a potential ID factory for like four days, mate. They're coming and going, moving their stuff in and out, and they have no idea that
0: you're documenting all this. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing how much it opens your eyes, mate. Yeah, like, well, when I first started doing it, I was like, are they not going to know that I'm fucking here? yeah <laughs> but then you think well actually there's loads of fucking vans parked on this road nobody's yeah. gonna pay any attention to this one um, ah, so, so what so you move companies from there did you to go or would you, uh, basically them? they they started messing me about and they started sending me all around the country like yeah. and i and i that, that was one of the reasons why i left the military was the fact that i wanted yeah, to be cool. home with my kids yeah so i then um just left basically and then just The the company I work for now is literally around the corner from my house, so it's a bit easier. But again, I I started going through that unsettled phase, yeah, when the when the the demons kick in and start saying I'm fucking, I'm nothing, I'm fucking, all that sort of stuff. And that's when my depression and all that sort of fucking boosting again. I was like, oh fuck's sake, (laughs) thought I got
1: over. (laughs) I was kind of similar. It took um. The death of Simon Baldwin to make, to sort of flick that switch for me, man.
0: Yeah, that was a tough one, mate, for, for a lot yeah. of people, I think.
1: Well, I'd I, <clears throat> done an electronics and electrical engineering apprenticeship when I left. Yeah, yeah. Because I always liked working on my cars and bikes and stuff like that. And I had a few mates that worked for British Sugar. And oh, yeah. uh, I kind of thought, oh, it'd be nice to get on the tools and do some... Get a, get a trade like you're saying earlier yeah and um i thought oh, i want to be an engineer one of the boys said oh go electrical mate like that's where the money's at or that's where like you'll get picked up for better jobs and stuff so i did i applied for all these apprenticeships and like that's another thing man it, when you're leaving all the lads and the higher ranks are like you don't want to leave mate there's no work out there like you, you'll struggle you've got to yeah, yeah. work that and, the other. and like you're just saying, oh, fair enough. It might be, it might be like that, but I'll have to see for myself, mate. You can't just go on hearsay. And it's crazy how many jobs I got offered based just on the fact I had military experience. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like so I, had, I,
1: had it, a, I had, my GCSEs from years ago, and that was it, mate. Like, uh, yeah, I've got my. You that, covers, yeah, yeah, you
0: find that a lot of um, companies actually just they do their whole. Oh, have you got your GCSEs? They're not looking yeah. for that. They, they yeah. like, they like um, police military fucking yeah. sort of backgrounds because you have that work ethic. Yeah, um, that's it. And yeah, I know exactly what, what you mean there, mate. I remember when I first told uh, Sergeant Brown that I was putting my um, stuff in, but a lot of people were shocked Cause yeah. I was always going to be a fucking lifer cause I have fucking regiment tattoo, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And to be fair, in my head, I was until I saw yeah. my going on a fucking downward spiral and her mental health was going a bit crazy. And I thought if I stay in, I'm either, I'll just be a single bloke if I stay in because yeah. my, my yeah. marriage will go down the pan. Yeah, And I was like, I can't have that. Um, but, yeah, when I was getting ready to go, they were like, so, Tom, what are you going to do? There's no jobs out there. I went, the fucking it is. When I'll work for Tesco if I have to.
1: There yeah. are jobs out
0: there. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? But the I one thing them. that I, I was actually really annoyed with, looking back now, is the fact that nobody within the resettlement like, said yeah. to me, like, SAC Thompson, would you like to go and try out for these sort of gas, electric, trade, yeah. mechanical all that sort of stuff. Cause I went in and went, Oh, I'll do close protection. Yeah. And they went, yeah, okay, cool. It's like, all right. Brilliant. <laughs> and I did that and I haven't used it apart from my surveillance. Yeah. Cause my, my course was um, close protection and surveillance. So I did end up using my surveillance qualification, okay. but the close protection, like hmm. I've, I, I've, I've been on the verge of doing a few jobs. Cause the old man's on the circuit. But other than that,
1: yeah, it's, it's harder oh, to get yeah. on the
0: circuit than it is to get a fucking actual job.
1: There's no real guidance. There, you get your learning yeah. credits or like resettlement, but no, there's no. Oh, uh, what do you? you know, there should be like some sort of meeting, like what are you into? What would you like yeah. to do? Some sort of assistance is a bit like, well, here you go, like. It's a
0: bit like, yeah. You're, oh, so you're leaving? Yeah, cool. See you later, mate. Like, oh. like,
1: the stereo, the stereotype of everyone like in the infantry or whatever being a bit like
0: thick as shit. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, uh, that's like if you really are like that mate there's no help and no guidance to no. like see you on to see street it's just like cheers for your service out the door bye
0: yeah exactly it's fucking something oh, needs to be done about that and yeah. also coincide with that no, nobody actually sits down with you afterwards or, or during your resettlement thing to go are you okay by the way yeah, <laughs> <There's> not... <laughs> how many tours have you done? Oh, I've done three tours. Are you are you sure you're all right? Yeah,
1: you're all because right
0: because like. I'm, I'm aware that you're in the RAF Reg and you either stick a mortar up your ass or or you're watching a fence line, which makes me <laughs> it every time. But I yeah, don't no. watch a fence yeah. line, but <laughs> but, just, um... but yeah, it's there's none of that. Do you need to have a bit of a chat with the with the fucking Padre or yeah, anything like that? Yeah. Just to, there's no there's there you go there's no mental health like check to tick yeah. off you do your All medical right. but there's yeah. nothing to do with your noggin
1: well uh, it might be different now man we've, yeah. been, out yeah. a, it could we've be. been out for a while
0: now um well yeah i've been out longer than i've been in now so we <laughs> well
1: i'm coming up to that I think <laughs> next, you know, some role have been out as long as i've been in which yeah. is crazy it feels like this is a it, thing like, yeah it's never going to leave you is it man let's no. be honest like we nah. always going to think like soldiers, I guess, because I still do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I obviously started doing my electronics, electrical engineering apprenticeship. It was like a college one day a week thing, um, but I was working for the other four days a week. And then obviously the suicide of Psy kind of like flicked a switch in me, man. And I just stopped caring about anything, really. I started to become real snappy, real aggressive. Yeah. Lack of motivation was like a big one that I've been struggling with for like the past few years until I started doing the bushcraft and the YouTube and the Instagram and stuff like that. And because I'm quite a closed off person, I love my own company. I like hang around on my own. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like purposely disconnecting myself from everyone around me do you know what i mean i was like i was like this man like,
0: yeah just, I, I, know, I know exactly the the feelings mate i know exactly.
1: dude, yeah, i couldn't be bothered mate and then like i stopped even caring about my apprenticeship i was like scraping passes mate just just to be like well if i get qualified i'm qualified i don't care about like striving to be the best
0: yeah yeah
1: um, i was just go going with emotions man and like i just got to a point where I was, I but I had to get some help, mate. I started doing these like webcam sessions with a really good charity called Veterans at Ease. My dad put me onto them, funnily enough, because I had a bit of a like a breakdown at my grandma's funeral with my mum, and we fell out, and it was just an awful time. And that basically just gave me the kick up the arse to say, mate, you need to like get yeah. some help.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing when as soon as you get that, there's that moment of clarity when you're like, fuck, there is something not right here. Yeah, and and it it's that it's that old saying, innit? It's it's blokes tend to not be afraid to talk about it, but it's like, no, I'll deal with this myself.
1: Yeah, that was that was me as well. That yeah, was me
0: exactly the same. And but
1: you don't realise the knock on effect it has with other on, people, on it.
0: Yeah, on everyone.
1: I was like, I was getting into arguments at work, man, over nothing. Like I'd flip over nothing, and I'd be like, well, it's all his fault. It's everyone else's fault. Why are they being like this? And you're like take a look at yourself mate you're yeah, the one, yeah. like
0: kicking off at everyone so I remember a few years uh before my main sort of similar to you sort of breakdown I remember having a, a phone chat with um Anders Ginge um yeah yeah And he, he was out at the time as well he was just starting his uh paramedics sort of course I remember sitting down having a chat with him I, I remember saying I think there might be something wrong with me And he was like, why, what's up? I went, well, I keep flipping out at the kids over nothing. And I keep arguing with Kate over nothing. And I don't understand what's going on. he's like, oh, perhaps you should talk to someone else about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Ah, I'll be right. It sort of just pushed under the back burner until like years ago when I actually finally admitted that I had a problem.
1: Yeah.
0: And then got shit for it. (laughs) You, just, you got shit for it oh i got shit. i've all, i've had shit ever since i started the podcast mate from really? from um brothers in arms
1: oh mate, that's so sad like is yeah. that do you think that's like a
0: jealousy thing or it's to
1: be like oh I dare you. you can go and do
0: yeah i think i think so well at, at one point i think you might have seen a I put a little clip up about it at one point it was um rumored that i started the uh uh, no, I sold the story to the the mail about the uh, mortars putting the fucking tube up the ass. <laughs> I was like, "What?" He's uh, like, "Yeah, pa- apparently you um you did it so you could fund your podcast." I was like, "Well, my podcast uh, is free." Yeah,
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm in a anyway. shed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have seen that video though. I got it sent on the WhatsApp just before it all blew up in the news. Yeah, but I. <laughs> If only people knew, like,
0: that sort of shit happens on a weekly basis. Yeah, I know. Uh, And uh, I remember I was talking to Dunny about it, and I said, uh, because I was quite shocked by it, It, in a way. I was like, well, that's that's a bit shocking, the fact that they were, like, fucking gobbing on his bum and then sticking it all in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, that
0: is that is gross. And Dunny put, well, it's just lads being lads, isn't it? I was like, yeah, you got a point there. If they if they had yeah. seen all the other sort of shit that goes on, yeah. so what happens in it? A group of fucking blokes with nothing to do on on. But, our... it,
1: but it got into the wrong hands,
0: mate. It did. That's how it, is now. It, did. it got into my hands, apparently. Well, your hands? <laughs> be ashamed. <laughs> oh, but again, why would I go to the papers with it? Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: Speak. Speaking of the podcast though,
0: what made you start the podcast then? Well, talking, uh, with my brother basically. And, uh, we've always sort of enjoyed, pop. we, we're big fans of like, uh, Joe Rogan, obviously. Yeah. And a few others. And I remember sitting there and I said to him, I went, I'm thinking about starting it because I've tried writing down thoughts and feelings and, and what have you. Uh, which is why I managed to finish the book in the end, which also got some shit, which is funny. Um, but I was like, I'm unable to articulate myself in writing because of my fucking dyslexia goes through the roof. And when I read when I read it back, it's like that makes no sense. Yeah. Tell you what I'll do, I'll record it. And um, I remember listening to Mark Ormrod's podcast, right. and he had a he had a saying at the beginning. This that this is his. Journey in his journal through life, and I thought that's brilliant. What an idea! Something yeah. that your kids can then listen back to. So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do that, and that's that's basically when I started it. Yeah. Oh, nice. After my uh, breakdown in my uh, kitchen. Is it helping you? <laughs> Is it helping? Oh yeah, mate. Definitely. It's a, it's one of those things that I actually a bit like probably when you go out into the into the field. Um, yeah. I look forward to having a guest on on the show to have a chat with. Yeah, it, it could be you, it could be my mate from back home in Hereford, or it could be someone with a fucking blue tick. Um, yeah. it's something that I, I uh look forward to, but it's not without its um little bits of anxiety that come through. I get like that nervous anxiety. It's like, oh, yeah, I can understand it, that, mate. I can is this going to be any good? Is this going to be any good? Are people going to enjoy this? But then like, I think, to... but then oh. I think it's not, it's not for well, it is for people to enjoy. But it's more for yeah. me to get, like, just to talk, because it, yeah, I, well, I feel I feel so much better afterwards. And then I'll go in and, I'll, and I'll have fun with the kids and whatnot. Two
1: two sides of the coin. It gives people watching or listening like a real reality of just a conversation. You know, there's my with, there's people that might be listening or watching this that think that pick something up and go, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't know that. Or yeah, and then yeah. you also feel better at the same time, which is that's like. Me going out into the field, mate. I started recording the
0: videos for they me to look back. Brilliant, mate. They're brilliant. For I me
1: know. to look back and go, oh, that was a that was a really good camp. And like my sort of angle on there is just being genuine, mate. Like I'm no ex, I don't claim to know everything. I don't claim to be any yeah. expert. I'm just going out filming me doing what I'm doing, just having fun. And the reason why I love it is I get to take all them little snipery bits or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's good, mate. I don't have to do stagging on. I don't have to <laughs> do, you know, I'm there with all my beers. I've got a big fire. I'm like, woo! you know, your like, morning
0: admin, mate.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I get sh-
0: like, good change of socks.
1: I got, I get immense joy from it. And it was like seeing people start commenting and stuff. It like, it's motivated me so much to keep going and keep doing it. Um, whereas before, like like I was saying, I just couldn't even be able to get out of bed some days, mate. You know, you know, it is. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: I, I enjoy it, mate. I, lo- I like looking through your little uh, your YouTube and things. And you've gone from, like, fucking nothing to getting quite big. In, in... It's slowly,
1: It's progressing, which is awesome. You know, it's not... Like I said it again, it's not why I started, but it, it motivates me more yeah, to keep doing it's it. It's mad,
0: isn't it, how these, like, little, little things that can bring so much joy to, like, yourself and, and other people from doing it. And yeah. it also connects you to to other, yeah. other veterans that have got similar sort of... Um, yeah I've looked some things and another another person who I I've noticed is starting to flourish with these different sort of avenues fucking uh, Sam Brown is it yeah. uh, his yeah. his garden mate his gardening is brilliant yeah. <laughs> oh i would have to go and check that out I, don't... I, I can't remember what it is I think it's something like the bearded gardener his um yeah. his yeah. handle is mate and no, I was that's... like I never pictured in my head that fucking Sam Brown was going to be doing fucking gardening
1: Yeah, um, this is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And I've seen you've had some, like, pretty fairly big people on here as well. like.
0: Yeah, I've had had a few. And uh, I think the the biggest people I've had have obviously been UFC fighters like um, Jack Shaw and uh, and Mason Jones. And you find that they're actually just fucking normal people, which is brilliant. Yeah. Like Mason Mason um, sent me a message the other day. He's out in California at the minute um, in a fight camp. Yeah. And I was like, as if, like, a former two-weight cage warriors champion and now UFC fighter has just sent me a text just saying, I'm enjoying the sunshine in California. I was like, this is <laughs> this is unreal.
1: <laughs> what started happening on YouTube, like, I've had, like, three or four companies now message me on YouTube yeah, to yeah. my... Email and uh, they want it. They like have this ten, have this, have this, have this. Some of them are like, oh, we want a full review video. We want you to do this. We want you to yeah, do yeah. that. And I'm just like, well, like if you you've claimed to have watched my videos, my whole thing is I'm not going to be that guy that tries to push yeah. your shit yeah, I on yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I do myself. So like. I'm now picking and choosing. I've just declined people just like, thanks, but no thanks. Or yeah, yeah. I go, that's really cool. I'd love to try that out. And if it's good, I'll put it up. But I don't want to be just this YouTube guy that's like flogging shitty camping.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. And I find with those sort of things as well, you've got to be sort of on the same level of what they want and what you want. So that yeah. it's similar like yeah for example i'm not i'm not sponsored by them per se but they have sent me some gifts of um yeah. their their oil uh which is uh infusion cbd yeah, yeah. Um, i i went around a few different companies asking them like what is their ultimate goal with all that sort of shit would you yeah. want to partner up and 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 help the podcast and a lot of them said no because yeah. i had like uh, like very few listens and very few followers and things like that, and they were like, "No, nah, sorry, not getting behind you because I'm not a name." But yeah. in- my like, oh no, I'd love to like help you grow your podcast. Yeah, yeah. What can you do for us? I was like, "Well, I can shout you out at the beginning of episodes. I could talk about your products because yeah. I I I love C- CBD oil is brilliant, especially for me. I, I use um yeah. their different muscle rubs and things like that. Nice. So I got, got glass ankles. Which I found okay. out is actually hereditary, which I didn't realise. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, my old man has got glass ankles. Yeah. He almost didn't become a PGI because he kept um, doing his ligaments in his ankles, just rolling. Like, he'd be walking and roll his ankle for no reason, which is what I yeah. always do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, their muscle rubs and, and ligament sort of stuff really helps with my ankles and knees and all the other veteran fucking injuries yeah but yeah they they were like oh yeah i'd love to work with you brilliant and there's a an energy drink um it's like a a natural energy drink i've got a meeting with them next friday to see if um we can work together so that's quite interesting but nice i always get the ones in the dms that are like hi would you like to become an ambassador for this and it's like well tell me more about you. you what
1: yeah what do
0: you do and it's like well if you buy this product and you sell and you put your name on there use your promo and I was like nah I'm good cheers mate yeah, I don't, I,
1: don't yeah. Even like,
0: I don't even like that t-shirt well this is the thing it's
1: just <laughs> got to pick and choose like I didn't really I never expected anything to come of this mate I thought I'd be that guy in like five years with like 10 subscribers <laughs> do what I mean and like yeah. just it's just steadily going up like, every time I put a video out man I'm there's like a couple hundred more on there, and it's just like, yeah, I'd love to take your present, mate, but if it's shit, I'll tell you it's shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're whatever's good or not, but yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. So I'm like picking and choosing people, but a few of them I've just been like, like yourself, and just said, yeah, thanks, mate, but no thanks, like.
0: Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I've basically stopped doing what I do. Like at the beginning, I was like shouting out different veteran companies every fucking week. Like, I was, yeah. And then it got to the point, like, it was just me doing stuff for them. And it's like, are you not going to help me out or anything? No? Okay, cool. I'll just continue to grow slowly on my Todd. It's not a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, yeah? Like, you do this for a reason. You do this for your mental health. And I kind of do this for mine. So it's like, you need to remember what you're doing
0: this for. And that's not what it's all about. definitely. And I I love the fact that um, you're your little avenue that you go down is is to do with the outdoors because I think a lot of people underestimated the power of the outdoors until we started going into these lockdowns.
1: 100%.
0: When we started doing these lockdowns, people were going, oh, oh, I loved going for a walk today. It's like, well, you weren't saying that like two months ago.
1: Yeah, now it's the only thing you can do. You love it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, definitely. The outdoors is fucking brilliant. I love it. It is, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting to take the girls out. I want them to be a bit older before I start taking them out properly.
1: And it's like being out in the, like staying out, because I do it once a week. Like if I do it once a week, I can kind of. I'm like a happy guy at work. It's noticeable. Like I'm super chill. So that's why I try and get out at least once a week. And I like you really get in tune with nature, man. Like there's things you pick up and you spot and you see that you don't even think are there before. Well, you notice things a lot more, because I started recording the videos in the winter. So, like, gathering all my wood and getting to the dry bits and all that. It was a long process, and you see, obviously, there's no leaves on the trees. You really feel how cold it is on the night time. And, like, now we're moving into in the middle of spring. Like, you notice in all the new flowers, all the new buds, all the, like... I know people see that anyway, but, like... Oh, you even just, just ignore it, really. Thought, you, you kind of ignore it, and you really pick out certain... Um, species of plant that like you just walked past it before and go yeah the floor's green mate <laughs> but, now, but now it's like oh look there's some some of this oh there's some of that oh look that's yeah. cool <laughs> you know, like get a little bit more in tune with what's actually going on yeah so do you, spend, mo- do
0: you spend most oh. of the most of your nights that you're uh you're out are you in in Thetford Forest
1: yeah I kind of go all over there's um like there's Harlan Forest which is like closer to this you've got Thetford Forest then I go up to Watton. There's a trail up there. But then now I'm kind of getting to the point where I don't really need to be going to, like, these big, thick woods. If there's a strip wood of, like, three or four trees deep, and I think it's far enough off a dog walking track, like, I'll just go there now. i just used yeah. it. And I think the more I do this, the more confident I get. And I think as long as I look professional and, like, don't have kit everywhere, I'm very much still, like, if you're not using it, it's in the bag. Or, yeah, yeah. You know you, you don't a
0: want a You don't want a fucking admin explosion, mate.
1: Exactly. I don't want like an empty tin of beans (laughs) on that side of the camp and like a knife just like stabbed in a tree over there. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I don't think as long as you look good and like act a little bit professional, I've never actually been approached by anyone. I've never been caught, as it were, because I do like, I've got a mindset of like, if it ain't a good position, I won't use it. Like, I'm still very much in that I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. But good arcs, mate. Yeah, exactly. When I <laughs> see it, I and I'm always like, oh, well, I'll set the tarp up this way because the track's behind me and they're not going to see, you know, and it's all yeah, very yeah, much I like, still like looking for a, like a proper observation post. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You
0: yeah. need to get yourself a dog now as well. Or have you already got a dog? Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? A little trail dog. Yeah, you At have a little fucking <laughs> span. Take him out with you. Yeah. Yeah, a, good. they're good for your mental health as well apparently the yeah old... well
1: I've got I've got a cat and a tortoise
0: I've got a cat mate she makes me I work she makes me work for her affection though
1: she does shit yeah I was just <laughs> <on it> them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> unless she wants something like she... we were watching uh, we were watching telly in bed last night she just came and sat on my chest I was like I'm, I'm fucking trying to watch the telly you little shit yeah, it's all about
1: them isn't it mate now
0: you want some loves
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh, it. But cats are so easy to look after. No. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. We literally leave we leave a window open. Yeah. If we if we're at work, and then she can get in and out of that. Yeah. And she's fucking golden, mate. She <laughs> br- br- brings us brings us a treat every now and then. We've Got a big open yeah. field to the rear of our rear of the shedio, big yeah. open field and she, yeah the the rats that she's brought back in. Yeah. Fucking oh dead. man,
1: I've really. Sorry to uh, pick this up, but I was just <laughs> while you've been talking, I've just been looking at all the stuff behind you. Yeah, I really, I really, really love the Granite Zero flag, mate. That's such a cool logo as well.
0: Yeah, that, that I, I should, um... <laughs> I, I stole that. Um... You? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I spoke to a, a cartoon artist who does a lot of things for a, a podcast uh, that I enjoy called The Fighter and the Kid, and I sent him a right. message saying, "Could you design me?" a granite zero logo yeah it's um basically i'd like a cartoon ape wearing a a trucker (laughs) a trucker cap with some headphones on
1: yeah
0: and he was like yeah no problem and he he designed it sent me the logos and he went yeah i would like um seeing as you're an ex-military i'll I'll do it for a hundred dollars but i was like yeah you've already sent me the logo though so
1: yeah
0: i'm not paying you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I, i love it i think it's brilliant yeah, that's cool. This flag this flag has been up Penny Fan. Has it? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. I remember um, seeing pictures. I remember seeing pictures of that. Yeah. Me, me and my brother went up Penny Fan. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like my ape. Obviously, you've got to have an ape. It's got yeah. it's the, it's the rules, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's it. Speaking of getting up like Mountain Zone, me and uh, Joe, when uh, we got Simon, well, not we, when his parents got Simon's ashes back, we'd done the Three Peaks Challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'd done, like, Ben Nevis, Scarfell Pike, and uh, Snowdon. Um, but that was cool, man. Like, just talking about getting up to the top, that was, like, a really good thing for me and Joe to do because we hadn't really seen each other that much. And then we met yeah. up with all the side of the family and just, like, done the three-peach challenge. Mate, I was hanging, to be fair, but it was more... I drove between... Snowdon and Scarfell Pike. So we'd done the first one. I'd already done a twelve-hour shift at work. Then drove to Wales to start the challenge. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Yeah. And uh, so after like the first one, got back in the car. We (laughs) we were driving up the motorway, mate, and I was literally like that, mate. (laughs) We pulled we pulled in this random train station and got like because we had a little support crew, like yeah, yeah, um size mum and that was doing the food and stuff. So they come and picked us up in the minibus. I had to get the train back down there afterwards. But like doing that with Joe was a really cool little thing. We had a little bit of whiskey at the top, scattered some of size ashes over all three peaks, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think because um, you you guys were all obviously when you're when you're in a on the squadron, you, you obviously have your little cliques and whatnot, and and you have yeah. your in, inter-flight sort of banter. You yeah. might have it. Like when I was yeah. when I was going to um, Kandahar, obviously, a flight was quite quite close. Yeah, I'd like to say HQ was quite close, but I really didn't like anyone. Um, yeah. I sort of kept myself to myself, really. Um, but when you're literally a, a small section like the sniper section you guys yeah. are, are very very close it must have been fucking well, I was devastated when Cy si, um yeah suicide but you guys must have been honestly
1: mate it was gut-wrenching
0: because like or
1: like you say we were a small team and in between patrols Cy si was recording his um like trance album that he was doing oh, from yeah, yeah. I've and got school. that yeah, so I'd go and sit inside his little on his cot bed with him, man, and just like watch him work away at this album, and He'd just be saying, "Oh, listen to this. What do you think of that?" And it's just in—it's just crazy, mate. Like it's gut wrench. And I, I was chatting to Side the night before it happened, mate. Like we were talking yeah. about. I play a lot of guitar and stuff, um, you know. And uh, I was—we were talking about microphones, mate. And he was like, "Oh, I've got this Shaw... Sure whatever microphone it was he was like you can have it mate like and i said like, oh sweet man how's it all going and all that and he said well because he'd applied for the police he tried yeah, to get yeah. into Durham Police, and like wasn't successful basically um so i think his direction was already sort of taken a little hit and he was yeah. saying like oh if it wasn't for my kids i'd probably just move over abroad to work and i was like and he goes but i've got the kids so i'm not going to go abroad so i was thinking "All mm. oh, right." right like fair enough, mate. Like we've all got ideas of what we want to do. If if the world was perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, and it was like the next day, man. On the evening, I got I got the call from Joe, mate. Um, I think Joe's parents had called Joe. So and it was just like just mad. It was just mad, mate. It was literally. Okay. It's so cliche, man. But it's literally like losing a brother, mate. It's like losing yeah, a family yeah. member. Because
0: I so because I spoke to him. It would have been a couple of weeks before. I spoke to him. It was only through um, Facebook. I put a post up about um, the artist Jack Garrett because obviously he does, yeah. he does everything, doesn't he? He, does, he sings, yeah. he does yeah. it all on the the, yeah. the whatever. And he, and he replied saying, oh, Tomo, I think he's fucking brilliant. I was like, he is, mate. I was like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then I um, sort of left it at that. And I remember I, I was at work and I got a phone call from um, my missus telling me because she's obviously yeah. friends with uh, Sai's ex-wife, yeah, and um, she she told me, and I was I was I was working for Loomis then doing the cash in transit, and yeah. I had to put I had to pull over, and I was like, "Fucking, yeah. this is this is horrible," yeah, not good times. No, nah, it was horrible, mate.
1: Uh, no. Go on.
0: But yeah, it was just fucking. But uh, again, it was one of those that n- nobody really fully no, knew.
1: No, no. It's the it's classic though, isn't it? Oh, no one saw it coming. But they don't, mate. And this is why, like I've mentioned in a couple of my videos, anyone struggling, really just speak to someone, let someone yeah, know. Yeah. Like, even if you're not at the stage where you think I want to get help, at least talk to your pals, you know, Yeah. which yeah. is hard because we've been in that situation, mate, and you don't, you just blinker yeah. off and blink it off. takes people to notice things. And it was like a row with my mum
0: on the day of my grandma's funeral that just open my eyes. It does, mate. There's certain things will will open your eyes. And my, my brother, his um, one of his best mates, um, took his own life. And my brother was with him again, similar to you. Um, yeah, was with him though the the night before. In fact, he I think he might have been with him the, the day of as well. And he remembers saying, "If you ever need to talk to me, just fucking any time, just phone me up," because he knew yeah. that he was struggling. He knew he had um depression and whatnot my brother was saying that that this time because usually he would just keep drinking and drinking and drinking until he passed out yeah but this time he didn't have that he didn't have enough alcohol
1: yeah
0: and he got to that stage and he was like well i'm just gonna do it then yeah it's fucking it's horrible mate not nice But yeah on a (laughs) that that took that took that took a nice turn (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right, mate. Um, this
1: is, a, this is a real conversation and a real chat, and that's like it, is mate. Time.
0: Sometimes all we need now is to do it in the evening, have a whiskey.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we need to do it at 12 o'clock in the day,
0: <laughs> yeah, mate. So, oh, mate, I remember having um Luke Neeson on the show before, yeah, he's we,
1: paramedic now,
0: is he? Yeah, paramedic now, yeah, he's, he's doing he's yeah. flying, mate, he's doing really well. Yeah. And I had him on the show, and we did literally. I, I call him Joe Rogan length podcast. It was like three hours long, and I was yeah. fucking steaming. I must have had yeah. about I must have had about eight fucking Budweisers, and I got on the whiskey, and I was fucking. I don't even remember half the conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh mate, yeah. Well, if we were doing this a lot later, I probably would have been on the beers, but I was on the black coffee this morning. Yeah, I was.
0: I've been on the black coffee and the fucking uh, OJ but yeah (laughs) well to be fair i haven't i haven't it's been since since october i haven't had any alcohol which is quite funny because my missus is like you know people probably think you're an alcoholic and you're doing really well it's like yeah well i'm not an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) for everybody knowing not an alcoholic by the way
1: it's funny because obviously every single time i put a video up it's there's like 10 ales in it so because that's just a snippet of my week. Like, that's my night out going camping. Yeah, that's yeah. Like my... So, I've obviously always got beers in the video, but anyone watching, and now you watch video after video, they're like, is this guy an alcoholic?
0: Like, Yeah, I know, mate. Because, because, like, obviously, little things, like my um, YouTube sort of documentary about my mental health issues is called yeah. Whis- Whiskey and Wrong Decisions. Yeah. It's like, that's because I used to drink quite a bit. I wasn't alcoholic, but I would... Drink more, with just to numb sort of feelings. Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not an alcoholic, by the way. Yes, I like it. I like a whiskey every now and then. But
1: you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Oh, but how was lockdown for you, by the way? Mate, lockdown didn't change for me. I was um because no, as a, as the as the site manager, I had to be on site. Um, yeah. and my site has got a uh, cancer research sort slash treatment center on it yeah so no matter if all the other businesses shut down that was always open yeah. so i had yeah. I, we had to be there so i've been doing that um but yeah the kids doing homeschooling to be fair my my kids school was was spot on with it they yeah. they the te- they went on microsoft teams they had it all set out and it was it was spot yeah. on and now oh, uh finally Fucking Zero Alpha, the long haired colonel, is finally back at work. Um, <laughs> she's a hairdresser, so she's been out of work since
1: Oh, she must be killing her.
0: Oh, mate. But she's like been fully booked all week. She to be fair, she only she's only worked four days, which is Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Yeah. But she's like she brings home almost like my month's wages in like fucking four days. It's like <laughs> she was like, I'm flat out. I was like, good. Put it in (laughs) the fucking savings. The savings has taken a hit.
1: oh yeah nice well I work in the food industry so obviously nothing changed for me because all the machinery what I do is fix all the machinery in food factories so all the process and stuff all the packaging machinery and stuff like that so nothing's changed for me I've just been wheeling because I've got this little trolley that my toolbox sits (laughs) on with like a long handle and I just wheel it along mate (laughs) and I just wait I wait for the phone to ring and someone's like oh can you come to this like packing room and fix this machine or whatever and I'm just on standby mate just in a canteen with a coffee mate and every time the phone Rings. I'll just go do my job, fix a machine, come back. So, yeah, it hasn't really changed for me either, to be honest. That's nah, is which is good. I'm it's been a
0: wake-up call, though, for for everyone.
1: Yeah. hundred oh, percent. I know a lot of people really struggle with it because a lot of people need that interaction. They need yeah. people around them and stuff like that. So, I can imagine for some people, it has been really and hard. I,
0: I totally agree, mate. And to be fair, with with the podcast itself, it hasn't really um, changed because most of my interviews I do via zoom anyway because and, and yeah. chat whatever you want to call yeah. it because I, i'm down in kent not many people i'm not going to pay for people to come here to fucking sit in the shed yeah um yeah. it is set up for that but it's like that that's this is sort of my interaction which is which is fine um for me um but yeah like you said you might have time that people need that sort of human interaction yeah it, it, it sh- does, does make a fucking huge difference like yeah to be fair, I I went and played. I had a kickabout with um Donnie and Shipper the other day, which yeah. is which is quite handy. I've got a couple of fucking former gunners around the corner. Um, yeah, but yeah, we went for a little kickabout, and just having a kickabout with these lads was fucking brilliant. Yeah,
1: we yeah. weren't
0: sat. We weren't sat there talking about the fucking military in the good old days. We'd talk yeah. about just fucking whatever. Yeah,
1: kind of like you say, it's just like that little bit of. Back to reality again. Now
0: everything sort of oh, starting nice. open, nice. open up, and you can see people, and that it is it's the, nice. The, the best, the best one for us was um, the day. I think it would have been the day after they said that you could start um, have mixing households and whatnot. We got we got we yeah. in the car, mate. We we got in the car and we drove straight to Hereford to see my fucking dad, brother, mum, my niece. We only went for the day. Right, it yeah. was a fucking long round trip that we did, but. Oh, it's so nice just seeing my fucking yeah. mum and dad and my brother yeah. like I haven't seen him for like a year. not yeah. that we're not that we're like fucking super close, because I live in Kent, they live in Hereford, but yeah. you know, just seeing him, I was like, Ah, oh, this is nice, and then I thought, yeah. Ah, could have a beer, but I'm not drinking it <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: oh, mate, I've been to the pub probably like four times since the pub I've been yeah. <laughs> But, I, I, you know, even just swinging in for a quick pint, mate, like, that's enough for me. I like to just sit in the beer yeah. garden, you know?
0: Yeah, so it's, it's nice, isn't it? It is good. Definitely, mate. Yeah. So what time's so the barbecue? Got,
1: probably, with, I'll probably light like it in, like, 20 minutes, mate. So Imagine. I'm probably kind of good to go to sign off whenever now.
0: Yeah, sweet, mate. So, but what kind of barbecue is it? Are you going all out with the steak, kebabs? Oh, yeah. I've lamb. got all,
1: I've got, mate, I've even got some vegan stuff as well for people. I don't know, because I don't know. there are, I don't know who, are is, I don't
0: know these people that you're talking about, but
1: uh. <laughs> they are out there, friends.
0: They are out there. I'm not one of them, but they are definitely out there. not, mate. They are, mate. They are. But, mate, like you said, you need to, you need to shoot off. I need to. Well, my daughters have decided. They decided, by the way, that they want to go to the coast today. And I was like, where oh, do you no. I was like, where do you want to go? And they went and they started f- throwing out fucking like Hastings. And I was like, I ain't driving to fucking Hastings. And I went, tell you what, we're going to Dover. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. all right. And I went, we could do a bit of history there as well. She was like, Yeah. To be fair, my daughter loves everything about World War Two. Um, so I was like, Well, we can go to the White Cliffs, so you can see where the yeah. Germans were coming over and the Battle of Britain and all that. She was like, Oh yeah, right. so we're gonna go and oh, smash mate, that out. Have,
1: have an awesome afternoon and
0: uh really appreciate having me on. Mate, mate. It's really cool. It's been a privilege, privilege is all mine as always.
1: Top man, Tomo, nice one, mate. Cheers for coming on, mate. Cheers, Dave. Speak to you soon, man. Catch you in a bit. Bye-bye. Bye.